I, you know, at that time, my school, we were only having like nine people in class, seven people in class. Yeah. And if, so if you were never part of the journey of like an upstart school where you got like no students, you know, uh, I was teaching at NIU. I was teaching their BJJ program for like a semester. So I would drive all the way there and then I would come all the way back to Lombard to teach in my school. While I'm coming back from NIU and the parking lot, there's like more cars in four. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Right? So, you know, but my garage door was open, you know, because we have one big garage door where you can yeah. see the mats at that time. And I parked my car and I drive past and I was like, what the fuck? There was like 40 people in the gym. And that was like the first time I had more than like 15. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I come in and then it's like my student comes out. Yeah, and they were like, yo, like, I think we're getting gym rated. <laughs> That's what they said, I swear to God. Like, yo, I think we're getting gym rated, bro. They really do hate 10th Planet out here. <laughs> so I'm like, bet, let's go. You know, I'm ready. Let's do this shit. So I go in there, and then one of my, like, yeah, like a visitor, <laughs> higher belt comes by. He's like, hey, that guy over there, he's an MMA fighter. Dope. Live, another episode of Adversity Kings got Omar... How do you say your last name? Asiato? Ocasio. Ocasio. It's like Casio watch with the O in front. Yeah. Okay. Omar Casio and then Camille Merrick? Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. yeah. What nationality are you? Polish. Polish? Everybody's yeah. Polish around here. Yeah. I swear everybody's Polish, dude. I'm taking over, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. What about you? What nationality are you? Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican? Yeah. Okay, cool. And then, so jujitsu. How long have you been in jujitsu, Camille? Man, I get asked this question all the time, and I think the number goes up and down. Sometimes I'm like, oh, 10, 17. It just depends on what Holy you fuck, mean. So yeah. yeah, it depends on what you mean because I've been doing jujitsu with my friends who were fighting at the time way before I even knew what 10 Planet was. So yeah. we would go to Bally's, put like yoga mats together, stuff like that. Um, but as far as me actually training under instructor, um, let me see. So I think I won my first tournament like in 2006. It was like a Naga. So maybe 2005, I started training under an instructor. And then from like maybe that. Where was that out of? That was in Chicago. I was still here. So that was a, there was a gym. It was in, in the city. I, I want to say it's maybe called Chicago Fight Club or something like that. Like an O Block? It was like, yeah. It was like <laughs> on the second floor of some building. And uh, I mean, it wasn't even really open to the public. Yeah. It, it went through like four owners. I mean, it was weird. Yeah. You know, so. So I started there, then that guy left, and then uh, I was kind of like gym hopping around, and yeah, and that's all I ever did until I met Eddie. And then you f went out to Cali. Uh, yeah, I, I packed up my car, committed. drove to LA like a dummy. Yeah, that drive so horrible. I thought, I, I, thought I, was, I left thinking I was gonna find a place to stay in seven days. That's what I thought. Yeah. That legitimately, like I sat there. I was working at Children's Memorial Hospital at the time, and I was like. I had been doing all these like police applications. I was trying to be a cop, you know, my uncle, you know, cause a sergeant in, in the, for Aurora. And so I just got like, you know, family and friends that were in this. So I'm like, I like physical stuff. Like that's the only thing I could think of, yeah. you know? I never thought about jujitsu training. I mean, I was training at that time. But I never thought about like actually being an instructor. And you know, the whole, I was like really close to getting into Evanston. And at that time, my wife now who was my fiance at the time. I'm like, listen, if I don't get in now, I think I'm just gonna pursue jujitsu. I'm just, I'm just going to do that. And at that time, you know, it was like I had like a, you know, like my life went through like weird phases where like at one point I was like doing the church thing and then I, I started doing the music thing. It was like, and then I started doing the jujitsu thing. So it was kind of like my life went through like w some weird phases. But so I was like, if I don't get in, like I'm just going to move to LA and train under Eddie Bravo. You know, because I was like watching his DVDs at that yeah. time. 
And man, sure enough, I think there was like five people left in the process or something like that. And I didn't even get the chance for that final interview. They just like sent you a letter like, oh, sorry, you yeah, know, try again. So I legit took two weeks off. I packed up my wife's Honda Elantra, packed our shit, and I drove to L.A. with one of my students who's now teaching with me, Danny. He drove with me to L.A. And I mean, the what was the game plan? I really don't know. I thought maybe find an apartment and then put our stuff there and then fly back. That's yeah. what I thought. I thought it didn't happen. Parked my stuff in some friend's like garage and flew back with no place to stay yet in L.A. Yeah. So that's how it was. So, so what would you do to make money if you were training jiu-jitsu the whole time? So when we moved out to L.A., me and my wife legit only have maybe like two grand in our account. Yeah. With no jobs secured. And we had we were like moving into some married couple's house that we had not even like spent more than two hours with. Yeah. So we we land in L.A. We get you know dropped off to this you know this couple's house. They open the door, and we, so we were living there. The idea the goal the idea was we would live there for a month for free, and then they would you know we could find a place to stay. Yeah. But then uh, man, that one month turned into like know, we stayed with them forever. I mean, they even adopted a kid. We went through the process with them. Yeah. So I mean. First six months, I mean, I, I mean, I didn't have a job. I was the one with the degree. I had graduated with honors, and I couldn't find a job. And then yeah. my wife found a job doing like optometry stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we were living off of two grand free rent because these people had blessed us with free rent, and you know that's how we were just getting by. And then I thought I just went and got a membership. Yeah. First, first day there, you know. Right under Eddie Bravo. Right under Eddie Bravo. I couldn't wait. I mean, that was the whole reason I was there. You know what I mean? So. So it's pretty easy to like find like a big name like that and get into the gym or is it like crazy yeah, expensive no not especially at that time because I, I never really know where eddie bravo was in popularity at that time i wasn't really into that world yeah, too i guess much. his name maybe not yeah have. i mean people knew who he was but i don't think he carried much weight as much maybe now yeah you know so yeah i mean i, I it's, it's you just i mean it was exp i don't know 100 bucks something something yeah. I'm not even lying like 100 bucks that's why when you come here and you see some of these guys charging boo foo i'm like dang yeah, Man, Eddie Bravo don't even charge that, you know. So yeah. it's kind of crazy, but yeah, it was like a hundred bucks at the time. You just sign up. I mean, you can go to any of these schools. I mean, do they all like? Um, you just do they all teach these classes? Probably not. Yeah. You know? But Eddie does. You know, I know Comprito. I mean, not Comprito. Uh, Cobrinia does. You know, so a lot of these guys do. Especially, I think out there they all do pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You know, so. What about you, Camille? How long have you been training? Um, I would say probably around two years. Two years. Two years or so. I mean, with some breaks. In between because of injuries stuff. or mil okay military yeah. what uh what branch are you in uh army national Guard. army national okay yeah. green beret Not green beret there's army some beret. army guys that work here yeah. like two guys just got out of the army nice. and uh so did you grow up in chicago no where'd you grow up uh so i was born and raised in uh poland actually for real yeah i came here when i was like 15. what brought you here 10? just family you know your, did your parents come here too uh, so my uncle was here. Okay. And my grandparents stayed in Poland. Okay. So are your parents back in Poland still? Uh, my mom passed away when I was four, and like okay. my dad like never took care of me. So yeah. Damn. This you know. Got real dad. Yeah. That's <laughs> so Samari Povich. Hey. Dad. Yeah. We, we live in baby. Yeah, both my parents went to jail when I was young, <laughs> so I stayed with my grandparents. My dad never really got out. He actually got out yeah. when I was like sixteen, but I just saw on the news that he might be going back for like life. Oh, so. Snap. But, uh, so who are you closest with then? Uh, Grandparents? Your uncle? My uncle. Uncle. My now, uncle does he do jiu-jitsu? Uh, he did. Actually, he did. I, I always just have, like, this, like, maybe it's, like, kind of racist, but it's, like, I feel like all Russians, like, 
Poland, whatever, just everything over there. Yeah. If I hear like any type of that accent, I'm like, yeah, they probably like already jujitsu, started like training. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you watch the Rocky and you're like, yeah, all Russians just, they come out the womb, whatever, mostly, just. You know, like mostly like striking stuff. Yeah. Back in Poland, not like necessarily jujitsu. Yeah. Or at least I didn't know about it at that time. Yeah. So it's mostly like boxing and MMA stuff. Just little mini bears. You guys all have to like <laughs> wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> you fight that bear. Pretty much. <laughs> so well, how old are you now? 21. 21? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So you've been here six years? Yes. It doesn't even sound like you have like a heavy accent though. I learn English in in Poland, so. Okay, yeah. So they had English classes over there. So are you in college? Yeah. What are you going to school for? Uh, business and uh, marketing. Business and marketing. Yeah. Yeah. You. I. So you. Do you have a quick shout out to your? Do you do like a little social media type of thing where you do like contracts or anything for so that? So I do graphic design. Yeah. Yeah. If so you need we, any graphic design. Yeah. Uh, neural design. Okay, so, that's on IG. Have you seen yeah. the new Midwest finishers? Yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah. I'm pretty sure I see you doing all that. So yeah. Have you competed in the, in your first two years? Have you done any competitions? Yeah, I did like five or six. How how have the What's the experience been like more regardless of the result? Uh, you know, it's good to compete. Yeah. You get that experience. And I recommend it to everyone, even like the wipeouts or just people starting. Yeah. Because that's how you get. When did you first more. compete? After two months of training, okay. I would say. How'd that go? Not that great. <laughs> no, not that great. But it's a it's a good experience, and you know, it humbled me and just pushed me forward to compete again. What about most recent competition? I placed second. I lost in the finals. What was that? Was that the Chicago Open? No, that was in uh, Texas. Te oh, you flew all the uh, way down to Texas. Yeah, I flew all the way to Texas. Wanted to compete. You know, was like it a, a, like a really big tournament then? Oh, uh, not really. I mean, seven guys in the competition. Okay. In my bracket, at least. Okay, what, and so what bracket was that? So it was no gi, right? No gi, yeah. Okay. Have you ever done any gi work? Mm, when I was activated in D.C., I did like maybe... Combatives. Oh, uh, no. Just like two or three days in gi, like jiu-jitsu. Uh, okay. I went to a jiu-jitsu school out there. Yeah. In like the free time, so I tried it out and... Not so boring. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I do gi once a week. Okay. Yeah, once a week, but it's it's boring. Yeah. And I'm always trying to go into rubber guard, so... Gotcha. Nobody... The, I'll, I will... Get in there more than I will at a no gi yeah. gym. But uh, what about you? Did you do any gi? I've done a gi twice, two times as a black belt. Okay. But I only rolled with white belts and blue belts. Okay. Uh, and a brown belt I rolled with once. But aside from that, just a bunch of white belts and blue belts. and Not my thing. It's, you know, it's just... More teaching. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I guess I was never a fan of like... Uh, like karate uniform type stuff. I just never, I was never that guy. I'll, I'll, so I'll never put on my story me in a gi because I still think it's gay. It, if it's I see, if I don't know, like I, if, if I didn't like get a decent idea that someone was doing jujitsu and I saw them in that shit, I'd be like that motherfucker, he's gay. You know what I, mean? I just, I don't know. I just did, for me, it just didn't do it. And it, like the grabbing, it's like tug of war. And it's just like and the judo. Beat. I don't understand. I feel yeah. like they set that shit up so easy. It looks yeah. like I like watch judo, exactly. which is probably like more of like the extreme version of the karate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, but for me, it was instantly like the nogi stuff. I, it was the MMA actually. I, I don't even want to say nogi. It was MMA. That Did you fight? Did you ever take a fight? Amateur fight or anything? Hell, I'm soft, man. Anybody in your family? I feel like when I look through your IG, you're always in a corner for somebody. Nah, just friends. That, you know, family. I'll, dude, I'll corner anybody. I don't care what team they're friends. So. Hey. With cornering, are you specializing in grappling? Or are you able to like? I'm kind of like Eddie. I'll say this: I don't like cornering MMA guys. I'm not like an MMA, you know, like analyst. Yeah, guy. just not my thing. 
I'll do it, but yeah, when I've cornered my guys for fights, yeah, it's just strictly, you know, where one guy is speaking when there's, like, striking going on, and the moment there's, like, a clinch or groundwork, then maybe I'm putting in a little bit more input than okay. he is. Stuff like that, you know what I mean? So I don't know if you guys ever, like, yell over top of each other, or, like, one guy that specializes in the other thing. It's yeah, like, no, it's kind of like bar. Yeah, I mean, you got to find a little flow for sure, but yeah. that's definitely not my avenue of interest it's just too yeah. hostile for me i'm like soft like chill let's just all be friends and hang yeah out. that's I me mean, that's my style so and when you, i mean not that you you know care always about the money but yeah, like yeah. with smaller fights you know you may I, not i've never seen my yeah i was gonna say you I may never not even care i would yeah. never take it I would, these guys are not getting anything you know? yeah so to you know i would say it's different if my my way of living was to make money by like cornering fighters but i have my own gym that's where i make my income so Yep. I mean, now, if these guys were signing contracts in the UFC and they were making millions and I'm putting in time for them to get at that level, for sure, that's different, you know? Yeah. But these, like, local fights, or not even local, like, I would say maybe LFA. I get, I don't know where these rank as far as level, but let's say something like LFA where they might make a couple grand. Like, I wouldn't take that for them. That'd be stupid for me to take that, you know? How many black belts are under Eddie? Look like a 1,000 or something on the there, website. There's a lot. For sure. I, I mean, there's a lot, yeah. I think I'm Is there, that. like, a ranking of, like, who's the baddest 10th planet black no, belt? No, they do, like, a, you know, we have, like, a forum where it's just, like, all the 10th planet black belts. I was look, I was trying to look at it. I found yeah. you on there. I was yeah. like, oh, that's dope. They have one on there. and I mean, they have, like, a Nibiru warrior, I think, if I'm saying it correctly, where, like, we figure out, like, who was maybe, like, the most active or made the biggest impact as far as, like, on the association as in general. And you would probably measure that by, like, either your own accomplishments or what your students accomplish. Yeah. Like, they, who's got maybe, the most champion students? Yeah, or maybe, like, maybe I think one time, I think Gio won it a couple times, actually, where maybe I think it was the year where he tapped out Eddie Cummings. Like, there's no way nobody was going to beat him out if he won that year. I can't remember if that was yeah. the year he won, but I'm sure, you know, it, it, could, it could be, like, winning those big matches that kind of put us on the map, you know. At that yeah. time, there was this big, like, TDS, 10th Planet thing, which was, like, not even real, you know. So. Yeah. Now, did you grow up in Puerto Rico? Heck no. I was I grew up in Chicago. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I grew up in Chicago. My parents did, but I grew up in Chicago. What did your parents do? My so my mom was working at it's Misericordia. It's like a you know, it's like a community of people with like mental disabilities and stuff okay. like that. So she worked there for pretty much her whole life. She just retired recently. And my dad it was just one of those guys that, you know, was always throwing up drywall in somebody's house or, you know. That shit's hard. I mean, yeah, but I don't know I how he like finds once. work all the time. Yeah. It's random people, you know. It's just, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm painting a cookie a cookie shop next door. How the hell did you get that job, you know? It's yeah. Like, so. Hustler. Hustler. Yeah. So who were you closest with growing up? Who are you closest with now? So uh, I'm a mama's boy for sure. But uh, I will say I feared my dad, but I respected my mom more kind of growing up. Yeah. So like all like the guy stuff, you know, like, and that, you know, I always respected him as like a, that guy figure that was in my life for sure. But uh, like, I never like was like, oh, that's my dad. It was just like, that was that guy in my life that was tough. That was telling me that yes or no, if I can do it, depending on, you know, yeah. if he was in a good mood. But I was more like, I just feared him. My mom, it was the one I respected the most. But, yeah. You know, but I learned all the guy stuff myself, shaving and all that stuff. You just yeah, okay. yeah, facts. I had that you know razor phone. I just look it up. <laughs> just right. Now, did you go to high school then here? Yeah. So I went to Prosser High School. Do you play any sports? In, do you like basketball, wrestle? Basketball. Okay. Yeah, basketball. Yeah, that's all I did. I, I wanted to wrestle. And even at that time, I was kind of doing jujitsu a little bit with my friends and stuff like that. Wrestling for sure probably wasn't as cool as like what it is now. Yeah, I was just scared all the time. I was like one of the. I'm telling you, I was soft. I yeah. wanted to play football, but I was like, oh, I don't want to get hit. You know? So what age do you think you got into jujitsu? Because you got to be in your forties, so twenties. Yeah, I got in late, like late. I would say yeah, 
20s, mid-20s, late-20s. Because yeah. I didn't move to L.A. until, like, 2010. Some of these kids I, like, look on, like, is it Hashir? Hash- yeah, Hashir, yeah. He was going against a 16-year-old. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I look and I'm like, I was watching the Midwest. I was at the Midwest Finishers Tournament. You have a 16-year-old or something that's, like, really good. Oh, yeah, Jaden. Yeah, really good. Jayden, I'm just, like, yeah. watching this kid move. First, I thought he was a man. So, I was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. When they said his age, he's like. And the kid's 11. And I was like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, this kid's like 15, 16 dude, years old. He's 180 pounds. He's a, I was like, this kid's <laughs> yeah. my size. Yeah. He's 15, yeah. massive, and he's just sauce and grown man. Yeah. Right? He was oh, a yeah. he grown ass lost. man. I was like. He hasn't lost as, a, as since he's turned since he started competing in the adult bracket. I was like, you know? I was watching movies. Like, there's no way, even with me just like sitting there being a white white belt spaz strength mode. Yeah, I'm gonna beat that that no, kid. He's, he's Fifteen, good. just annihilate. Like, I mean, outside of the physicality and flexibility, I mean, like, he has the mentality and like understanding. Like, you can see like the look in his uh, eyes. Yeah. He's focused. Yeah, man. I mean, he, and and. The scary thing is that he has still so much to learn. You so know what I'm trying to say? Like, and he's he, so ahead of everybody. He'll be 26 and be oh, like. man. I feel bad. I mean, if he's still doing it th- until the. I mean, now, has he done all his training under you? No. He was under a uh, school. I think it was like MMA stop, if I'm not mistaken, in the suburbs um, under Daniel Milraney, uh, who was like. You know, he, I think he, he knows his rubber guard pretty good. And he got Jaden up to a, a good point, And then. When I came, I think it was more of like I had like the credentials of being directly under Eddie, you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? So then that's what they loved at that time. So then when Jaden came to me, I think, I don't want to say numbers, but maybe he was like seven or eight. I can't remember too much how old he So was. he's been with you for eight years? Yeah. Have I been? I don't even know if I've been around for eight years. Have I been around for eight years? Uh, maybe. Something like that. So. Maybe, for sure, like six. Six okay. or seven. For sure. I think it's six, actually. Yeah. I think it's six, yeah. Six huh. years, okay. That's and that's like man, but that kid does privates with me like twice a week, forever. When he was young, all the time, private yeah. lessons, private lessons, yeah. So I run well, out of so shit to serve. now. How old is he? Fifteen, sixteen? He just turned sixteen. So yeah. can he, what age are you like? No gi, can you just have the regular color belts? Because I know in gi, like these no. kids will have like orange belts because yeah. they're like twelve. No, yeah, we do the same exact belts as IBJJF. So we do all the colored belts. I just gave him his blue belt. Uh, I think for the holidays. That's like not even fair. He looks like like a brown belt. Yeah. I was like, well, I like watching him. I was like, that kid's nice. I mean, and he hates rolling with teenagers. He likes to roll with like men, you know? He yeah. Because he likes to do the whole thing, you know? He doesn't want to do like, he wants to do leg locks and, yeah. you know, so. I mean, he's he's doing, he's doing, he's doing good. As long as he keeps his head in the right place, he's good, which, you know, for the most part, he's, he's seems focused. He's I feel always like, focused. Does he like want to make a career yeah, out of it? Oh, like, yeah, I feel I like he's like. That's I'd, his level of focus, it looks oh, like. Oh, yeah, and I think that's my goal, too. Sometimes it's like, you know, you know, like, yeah, it's nobody, you know, people think you can make a ton of money in jiu-jitsu. You can, like, owning gyms, but it's like not too many guys. They'll be fooled by Instagram, you know. People have been making it look like it's, like, luxurious. So I feel like I, only Gordon does. Yeah, I mean, I think he's, I think Gordon's definitely helping the, the movement. He's like your sure. guys is Conor McGregor. I like him. I don't, I don't just like saucy, I mean, he's aggressive. Mean he be yeah. saying some mean shit, but when he's not on Instagram, he seems nice. I'm listening yeah. to like podcasts. He's like nice, respectful. He's like not shit talking. There was a period where they were coming through. I mean, and I would say not Gordon because I never saw Gordon around headquarters. But I know Gary would come through headquarters a lot, a couple times, and even Eddie Cummings. They did a seminar like at Ten Planet Costa Mesa, so they were around us for a little, like yeah. you know, for hot psychic but i never seen gordon around never never see how he, he would act like gordon like even gary those guys act like normal college young guys hey, they're normal those guys they're just yeah funny. Hey, they're funny you know they 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 kind of like on the match tread that line of like oh it's kind of like you shouldn't say that but whatever yeah you know, i feel you, like that's almost out the door them. now uh, whatever yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's soon out the door what about you camille you want to make any any career out of jiu-jitsu at all hey man listen um 
If I can, yeah. Yeah. Pro- probably, possibly. Yep. You know, but I'm focused to. What's your game like? I don't think I've ever rolled with you. What's your game like? What do you like to run? Just gotta find one out. Dimensional. You know, I'm one dimensional, one sided <laughs> for sure, but. Yeah. You know, I don't want to. I've secrets. watched you. You move. You move good. You look like you're fluid. I think I'm okay. Know, I mean, you, is he teaching kids class when that's happening though? <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> looks fluid. Looks looks good. You don't you don't have like a like a go to type of deal you or know, anything. Um, leg locks, leg locks for sure. I mean, that's, heel hooks, that's ankle my hooks, thing. like any ankle hooks, uh, ankle straight locks. ankle locks, straight ankle locks, straight ankle locks. You know, I mean, I, I have a good professor over here, so. You know, yeah, I don't even do straight ankle locks. I yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm always getting like caught in like some weird yeah. ass heel yeah, hooks. I don't, yeah, I mean, he, he taught me most of the stuff, so. Yeah. YouTube yeah. taught me so. I'm hey. <laughs> Dude, I just keep wrist locks in my. I was like, this is the easiest thing. Just grab the back of somebody's elbow and just yeah. pray to God I can snap that wrist. <laughs> yeah. I get like bad looks. I'll like do it and people like, what? The, like, uh, people people especially like if I have that yeah. white belt on, they're like, oh, that's like disrespectful. Yeah, <laughs> it's me, such an easy like. I'll just that's what I'm going. I've like, always. I been, can't roll with this guy. I'm gonna grab his fucking wrist. I, I know Pete the Greek is like the guy. You know, he's like the wrist wrist lock the world guy. And I mean, I'm I'm sure. I probably he have killed. that like saved him. Dude, dude's mm-hmm. a stud. I, I mean, I've seen him even roll like now, like after all the stuff that he's gone through. Like he did a seminar. Eddie Cummings had did a seminar to school a couple years back and. You know, I know Pete the Greek was good, but I'd never seen him roll outside of like old videos in Brazil, and it's like black and white like videos. Yeah. So he got in around him with Eddie Cummings, and I was like, God damn, that dude, that dude could move. You know, and he was like heavier at that time. He's, I'm sure he's a little bit smaller now, but and he was like, I mean, he was like an assassin the way he moves. Man. Yeah. He did, anyway, so all that to say that I know every, there was like this little like run with this like wrist lock thing, but I could never get into it. I can never like. I, I couldn't go home and watch the instruction or something mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I can't wait to just wrist lock everybody at Sunday Open Mats. I just, that's not, it is not exciting. I think it's like a white belt, like shortcut type of mentality of like, man, I'm so tired of getting tapped out. I'm going to just start grabbing wrists. Yeah. I mean, I've never tapped to wrist lock before, but I'm sure nobody has done it to me. Like maybe at the, like the high level. Dude, I was rolling with, with the guy last night at your gym that he always wears the spandex shorter. Like he looks like he's like. From another country, oh, man, for sure. Right. I don't know. He's always got the like spandex on. He looks like a little, like a little Mexican, what? Puerto Rican, or something. Older dude. Really? Older dude. Who would come on a Friday? I'm not there on Friday. Man. No, no, no. It had to have been like Wednesday. Because what's man. what's today? Yeah, it would have been Wednesday. Wednesday I was there. Had the he got he's Maybe the older Gabriel dude. Ortiz? Sounds like I feel like a Gabriel, like yeah. kind of like a accent, like Hispanic a, looking. Yeah, Hispanic, shorter. Yeah, he's definitely shorter, and he always got yeah. the spandex on yeah. all all the way down. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The leggings. Yeah, and I go to wrist lock the dude, and he's—it's just like he's just sitting there, just continuing to roll, like, like full flex, like full wrist mobility. And I'm like, this wrist lock's for sure. And I got elbow controls, like this shit. You know, he's done. Did he tap? No, he was cool. Same thing happened to me. I always tell that story that one time somebody wrist locked me, and my fingers were touching my Uh own forearm. I started to get anxiety because I'm looking at it happen, and I'm like, oh, I think he broke it, but my adrenaline's not making. That's what I thought. So then I'm like, I stay there, and we're just looking at each other, and he lets go, and I'm like, oh, I could move it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it just didn't hurt for some reason. Maybe he was just doing it wrong. I don't know the technique behind a wrist lock, but. I hate it's, wrist it's the worst is, I get them, they'll happen to me more in gi. That's what I hate about yeah, the gi. It's yeah. like, I don't know how realistic that is. Of like, my hand will get stuck yeah. in the gi. Like, if I'm like, somebody's like. Framing, yeah. Yeah, framing or something like that, or me, vice versa. If I'm trying to frame on somebody, and then my hand gets stuck, and then all they got to do is put bring their body weight yeah, down, and yeah. your wrists are done. Yeah. And it, 
Honestly, if you don't feel to tap soon enough, I feel like that would be. Oh, I've had people do that. Like, way worse. Their weight on me. Yeah. I like. I'll like flinch. Like it hurts really bad. Like, oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Have a go-to game outside of? I feel like we smash I, yeah, rubber guard. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm not really a rubber guard guy outside of like. But when I watch other tenth planet matches, I feel like they run to rubber guard too. Yeah. So okay. So I, I'm a true believer. Like, if you if you have, if you if you like it and it interests you enough, and you have the flexibility, and you're down to work that position of being like stacked, I think it's a good like special weapon to have. I mean. Yeah. Now, if, do you need it to be good at jiu-jitsu? Hell no. I mean, how many guys are successful without it? Yeah, but it's just like saying, like, there's guys that are successful without leg locks. There's guys that are successful with them. What, you know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. Um, but I would say my, my game, if I had to say, I, I, was, I would mimic Eddie for the longest. So a lot of it was just like quarter guard, a lot of the mini stomp, push-pull lockdown stuff. So And then it, it came from my lockdown being very good to where, like, I would hit a lot of electric chair sweeps and then... From lockdown, I know I can get to full guard. So then I would use my lockdown entry just to get to mission control. And then at that phase of my life, I got addicted to the full guard. Yeah. So it's, I would say then after the full guard, I got good. People started to run. And then that's when I luckily entered that phase of the leg lock stuff. And then when people would try to run away, then I would attack the leg. So if I had to ha say what's my specialty or what's the thing that I, I like the most, it's the stuff that I suck at the most. I really love like guard passing. I freaking love it. The problem is that my style is a seated guard, so I'm always getting smashed, and I'm always playing this like under your hips game, you know, where I'm either attacking your legs, playing lockdown, stuff like that. So I never get the opportunity to pass in competitions because I'm usually a touch and sit type of guy when I mm -hmm. roll, you know. But I love it. I love Hafa Mendez, and I love like you know Corbrini. I love how some of these guys pass when they stand like that swag. You know. Yeah. You know, I had some of my students have it like Angel. You know. Um, so I wish I had that. Was that well, you posted on your Instagram the other day? The uh, the kid he just cut his hair off here recently, and he did oh, that. Oh, just yeah. He did that like step over. Oh yeah, pass. he jumped backwards. Yeah. And yeah. Took the what, is, what what was that pass it, called? It was not. I don't know what they call it. I mean, That's not an actual. Move. I thought it looked, no, it's it was so clean. School. I was it's like, so it looks like a move. You see a lot of guys do it. A lot of times, guys are shooting on singles, and they they'll like stuff the head with the hand, and they'll pull their leg, and they just kind of like hop backwards and take the back. It's, yeah. It's kind of common. It's not. Oh it, shit! I was he like, just got it kind of. It looked clean. Yeah, yeah I was like, that looks real clean. I was like, holy shit! Are they like drilling that right now? No, they were drilling that. No, they were rolling. Dude, and then he yeah. put it on the IG. I'm like, oh yeah. man, always. Yeah. Did I put myself getting armbarred in the IG. I'm the some coach. people like I, I don't give a, I don't give a shit. But some people, I've rolled with some people. They're like, yeah, make sure we don't push this on IG. I was like, yeah. you're beating me. What do you mean? I want, I want <laughs> to put a challenge. I should out be there. the one. To Can we put a challenge out there for all the black belt. I know all these coaches be getting tapped out. I, they just <laughs> never post it. I yes. post mine. We should have a challenge where like yeah. post your sub. Like the coaches gotta get like. I think I think that I right. think they would be worried. I feel like you know, yeah. if like your student like saw you got tapped out, and they're like, "Look, it's like, hey man, you know, I'm gonna have to go to the other coach." <laughs> he just flipped me with that armbar so yeah. nasty. I had to post that was it. Nasty, yeah. yeah, I still haven't gotten them though. But. <laughs> now I know you were talking leg locks. So I don't know if yeah. you have a specific yeah. favorite sub that you like to like hit. For me, definitely. I mean, straight ankle locks. I mean, those definitely are, just go those straight are the ones one. I I hit most of the time. Yep. I, I wouldn't say like 100%. But do you like stand up? Do you like, are you cool like standing up wrestling? Have you any wrestling I base? I wrestled in high school, four years. I mean, I had breaks. All four years? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Ah, then you should be cool wrestling. Where'd you wrestle out of? Oakland uh, High School. 
So Illinois? Yeah. Illinois ain't bad around. Like all the kids I've wrestled around here. They're pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you after, should be dope wrestling. Uh, Dude, I'm, I mean, what did you like? Did you like not pay attention? You're like really signing off, bro. I like, you could get red shirted. No, I got I got injured in one of the seasons. And it what was what, what injuries have you subsisted? That let's talk about injuries. What injuries have you guys got? Jujitsu or wrestling? I, I don't know. Cool. You could just say cool injuries too. What well, I, uh, I don't know. A lot of like mat, oh, muscle spasms. You know, what's the what's your top three? Yeah, what's your number? Let me, me? rephrase this. What's oh, your top yeah, three? He's start listing off the headaches. Oh, headaches. <laughs> uh, top three. I mean, my leg was messed up pretty bad. Where, yeah, where I was just on crutches for like What'd a you, month. Did you did you go and get an MRI? I did. Yeah. Was there anything torn? Uh, just the nerves. I had a bucket handle tear, yeah. and that's why I had to take my. Uh, I didn't roll at all last year. Mm-hmm. I did stem cell, and I went that's back. Okay. I went back on the mats and it didn't work. You went chips yeah. that hospital? What is it? Was it chips that hospital or something like that? <laughs> in, is it in Tijuana or something? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> I did it up. I did it in uh, Pittsburgh. Simon connected yeah. me with a guy, so that's my uh, partner. Uh, and uh, basically, I rolled for about two or three months with him, like on and off, when I first started selling mm-hmm. insurance. And he had to been high level purple belt, maybe low. Like he's like a really good brown belt. You know what I mean? I'd yeah, say he's yeah, a pretty yeah. good brown belt. And uh, but he would just like use. I guess I. I've, Look back, and I was like, just like a dummy or something. Yeah. You know, I didn't know anything. I had a year or two years of wrestling, yeah. but he would just straight ankle lock me, and I got to I got the concept, from like from him yeah. doing it. And so I would come back and like show guys in the office. Long story short, like as I be, worked my way up and opened my own office in Lincoln, Nebraska, I was a psycho leader when I first started. You know what I mean? In, in, in leadership, and if you were late to one of my meetings, it was mm-hmm. like, give me ten pushups or we're gonna roll. Well, I was showing guys these leg locks, and we're all not even white belts. Essentially, yeah, you know, yeah. I, we didn't go over any like. Yeah. I was. We were just rolling. You know, we didn't go. He wasn't teaching me anything. There weren't any technique classes. He like showed me how to pass guard. He was like, "Put your shoulder here." Yeah. And, uh, but but I I show this buff dude. I think he just got off a couple cycles of trend. You know what I mean? And I yeah. wasn't. He was like late to one of my meetings, and I'm like, "Can't bitch down now in front of yeah, all yeah. these people I've choked out before," and uh, he grabs my leg he's already a couple weeks there we've rolled around he's seen the leg locks and he just starts pulling but i don't feel anything but my it's all like weird place don't feel any pain no it's definitely like in a weird ass position it's just a big and it blows out and i was like but nothing it it just kind of got hot a little bit just a little bit hot and then i took his back choked him out you know what i mean but then i had to stop doing that i went to get up couldn't like could not put any weight on it then the as the night went it just kept swelling up yeah, couldn't extend it like two weeks. I couldn't walk on it. Let that go for a little bit. Then I moved up here when we partnered. So this is almost two years ago, and I started like gi training. I gi trained like a month or two, right before I snapped it, and then that was in Lincoln, Nebraska. And like, I think there was like one jujitsu gym in the whole state. Jesus. It was probably in Lincoln, but there's good wrestling there. Yeah. Jordan Bur- Burroughs is Nebraska. Right? I don't know if you know Jordan Burroughs. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was gonna say you all y'all, 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 y'all gotta know who that is. I know all the ones yeah. on YouTube. Then yeah, I came yeah. up and met Alex at UFC. He trained with him a few times. Went to uh, do a straight ankle lock, like step over, because apparently if you sit back in the gi and you don't get the submission, you lose oh. points. Yeah, it happened to me at Worlds, but yeah. Yeah, you lose. No gi, no gi Worlds. You can lose points sitting back in no gi oh, if you yeah. don't That's finish yourself. I, I fell back on a straight ankle lock. He stood up. He looked at the ref. I looked at the record. I was like, wait, did I do something wrong? And then I. I was like, oh, he's fucking going to get those points. And then he fucking yep. sat on my ass and just beat me 2-0. So instead of doing the sit back, you're supposed to, like, step over, like, yeah. knee over. Yeah, 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 for sure. And so I go to do that, and then it just 
bah, like fucking snaps again. And I was like, it got even worse. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. This, I'd like let it go for like six yeah. months. And uh, went and got the MRI. It was a full bucket handle tear. Just So they took, I think, 70 or 80% of it out. And that was in December, December 24th. And then I, I think I came back, saw 10th Planet. I just saw it in Lombard. I don't know what, mm-hmm. I never even saw any 10th Planet. And I, so I was closer. Alex moved his gym. I tell him all the time. I was like, bro, you moved way too far. It takes me an hour to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that Palos Hills? Palos, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I, I uh, start training with you guys. And uh, what, it's been almost four or five months now. May now. Change your life, bro. Yeah. It, I mean, it really has. It, one, just the, the convenience. But really, it's just a different different type of game. Because yeah. my my boss, my partner, he rolls at like a wrestling jiu-jitsu gym. Okay. But so I'm just, you're going to get snapped down into a front headline. For sure, for sure. Now throwing, like, you know, if I could work my way into a full guard and just like, even like teasing the rubber guard right now, like we were going over that yeah, omoplata yeah. shit. Like yeah. it's going to be a wrap here soon. Yeah, yeah. For them. Until they figure out my, my rubber guard game, <laughs> which is ass. Um, okay. what about food around here? What type of food do you guys get into? I'm a big Ooh. foodie. Dude, yeah. I'm, a, I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a foodie, but I'm a cheapie too. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. I'm wow. Cheap. Cheap, I feel like bro. there's great cheap ass places though. I feel oh, like sometimes those are the best Pokey places. Bros. Hey, <laughs> shout out to those guys. <laughs> Mom and pop to, shops. You hey, never know, shout bro. Shout out to Pokey Bros. <laughs> Oh man, no. Nah. I gotta get Logan Paul sponsor me too. But I bought yeah. this fucking Prime. Nice. This is Logan Paul's drink. Ooh, wait. Oh, shit, really? Is it? Yeah, it is. You guys can try it if you hey, want. I'll try one for sure. Yeah, you guys try one. I don't give a fuck. So, no favorite restaurants? No, like, man, we got to go there? I was literally going to text you. It was also maybe, like, low-key racist because I knew you were, like, Mexican. I was like, I wonder if there's any good tacos around here. I ain't Mexican, bro. I'm Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. Yeah, but you probably speak Spanish. It's different. We, they food is different than ours because theirs is actually a little bit better, in yeah. my opinion, but... Don't tell my mom that, but it's way <laughs> different because we do everything fried. You know, everything we have is fried. All our like sample foods is fried. Yeah, everything's fried. You ever go to those food trucks in Humble Park? Just you know, I think one of those back away from Humble Park. Ooh, you stay away. I mean, <laughs> I think somebody people yeah, are trying to like. I, I think it's changing for actually the better. Yeah. yeah. Is that close? Is that or is that no, down in the city? That's too far, bro. That's the city, man. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't See, feel I, like there's I any go good places around here. What do you eat? I get some tacos from Yard House, and then I eat salmon and rice usually for, throughout the week. Yeah, see, Either Yard that or I'll have steak at Capitol Grill. Hey, healthy. healthy Yard House is mad commercial, though. It's like a commercial. Oh, place. yeah. The Mexicans that work here always make fun of me. They're like, yeah. <laughs> they're like white boy. And I was like, I don't know. These tacos are better, dude. Yeah. Go but to tacos. When are you going to get some uh, some high-level jiu-jitsu guys to do some interviews in here? It's outside of me. I guess outside of me. We I've get, only we had... got to get Eddie in here or something. That would be dope. Yeah. I've, uh, I've DM'd some... No, I really do. I've DM some just high level people in general, and they want like, uh, for instance, one guy told me a hundred thousand dollars, which is like, cool. Like a, a hundred thousand definitely goes through the business yeah. monthly, but I got to spend like a hundred and five thousand. Yeah, yeah. So people like they see like my big ten ninety nine and things like that, and they're and like, they're oh rec- yeah. yeah, they're like a million. I was like, dude, I made well, more I money off less. I appreciate you giving me that five hundred thousand for doing this. Yeah, know, yeah, literally. <laughs> I appreciate. Literally. I was like, I would, I'll, I would spend that if I, if I had the ability <laughs> yeah. to spend that you know what i mean i'd love to be able to spend I that spending that to interview somebody yeah and that's another thing i don't i don't think I, I like i really like joe rogan's podcast and i feel like he don't spend anything I, it's like did. a real nonchalant it's actually beneficial to be on there yeah. Sure. yeah yeah you get on there you're gonna make a yeah, hundred grand don't pay it me don't matter nothing. let me pay you and then let me go on there, yes you know yeah. That. yeah yeah literally. i train with joe i hate i hate that I, I i got to physically train with him but i didn't like get too close where you know 
Yeah. He can be like, yo, what up, Omar? You rolled with him? Oh, yeah. So How was that? So usually it's funny because once guys kind of like get into 10th Planet stuff, and I would say like the newer guys, and they start looking stuff up, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I saw you in the video and Joe got his black belt because we were at, at uh, the Burbank location at that yeah. time. And uh, so that day, and I wish, man, and at that time I wasn't into recording, you know, like videos at yeah. that time. Like I would have recorded, like now where I am, you know, I can say all this stuff on podcasts, but, you know, it's no proof right i can yeah. lie all day if i want to but like all my roles that i got with these like high level guys and like even like joe yeah like those were like good roles and i just remember i think i want to maybe not exaggerate but it was like an eight minute round i don't know if eddie, eddie was doing eight minute rounds at that time and eddie was like oh omar i want you to roll with joe and i was a purple belt at that time but when he said that being there already like a year every time he says that i'm like oh he's gonna promote that guy he wants me to roll. He wants him to roll with me. When you went to what what belt were you? I was no belt. I was not the white belt. For real? I, yeah, I was a white belt. And, you know, again, I like to like fact check stuff. So I think I was there maybe a month and then I got my blue belt. Yeah. And then maybe a f- couple months after that. But you're under, living on the mat. Oh, yeah. I was training like three times a day. And how long are the training sessions? Two hours? Eddie's classes can go long because Eddie, I mean, Eddie teaches in the morning, but at nighttime, let's say his classes start at 8.30. I mean, you're not leaving there until like 10.30, 10.45. Yeah. You know, who knows? Cause then Is that Eddie after starts, open mat? No, that, that's like the whole class in total. Okay. Know? But his classes are about an hour and a half. Okay. You know, but they're tough. You know, they're pretty tough classes, you know. I brought my students there maybe two, a year ago or two. We took class and they were like, oh, yeah, dude. What, was it warm up? Was it live rolling? Like what was so? Tough? Yeah, because Eddie, you know, and it depends. Because when I was there, it was like you know we were doing the warm up stuff, so it would be like you know you would do your shrimps, whatever, blah blah blah. But then it'd be like all right, E one, and then you the, he'll show it once, and the class, I mean, you sh- it's advanced class, you should already know it, and then you're just drilling that for like two minutes, or three minutes, or whatever it was, and then all right. B2, the next one. So we would do all the four. I always wonder what, what you're saying when you're doing that. Like, I just, like, sneak into the advanced class. Yeah, I mean, because they're structured. <laughs> Eddie has them structured on a calendar, you know? So you have your A day, which could be, like, Granby's or whatever, and your B days or Hail Mary days. And he has them structured. Do in they ever change, way. or is it? Oh, yeah, they're constantly changing. That's the hard part, because if I can get my students up to par, by the next month, there's something added, you know? Which is good. That's great, you know? Because you can always modify them yourself, you know? So. Yeah. So in essence, sometimes like that's what we'll focus on. My classes will strictly maybe for the next four months. I'm focused on necessarily not trying to memorize these warm-ups and break them down and get these movements going and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Have so. you heard of gyms where, like, who, who basically like, uh, if a higher belt loses to a lower belt, they have to give up their belt? No, never. No, never. is that is that yeah, like a yeah, rumor? I've been, I've been like a white belt then a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like like a full yeah. like competition, like something like 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 somebody walking in the gym and saying like, "Hey, I want your belt." Yeah, but what is it? I mean, has that ever happened to you? Nah, nobody's I, ever I, like I walked in and be like, "I want your belt." I gotta give you my rash card. I need <laughs> belt. But you know, I, I I guess it's just like a physical belt. I don't know what the hell yeah. is that? You could take my yeah. belt. Yeah, shit don't mean nothing. You know, so. But has anybody ever walked in your gym and like challenged you? No, I remember one time when I first opened up and I like the, our first location. Uh, I, I can see the gyms doing that. Like well, now I, I'm thinking about well, like walking over to like gym drama. Like, dude, hey, I'm gonna go fuck you up in front of your students. Yeah. Well, check this out though. I you know at that time my school we were only having like nine people in class, seven people in class. Yeah. And if so, if you were never part of the journey of like an upstart school where you got like no students. You know, uh, I was teaching at NIU. I was teaching their BJJ program. 
for like a semester. So I would drive all the way there, and then I would come all the way back to Lombard to teach in my school. Well, I'm coming back from NIU, and the parking lot, there's like more cars in four. I was like, what the fuck is going on here, right? So, you know, but my garage door was open, you know, because we have one big garage door where you can yeah. see the mess at that time. And I parked my car, and I drive past, and I was like, what the fuck? There was like 40 people in the gym. And that was like the first time I had more than like 15. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I come in, and then it's like my student comes out, you know, and they were like, yo, like, I think we're getting gym rated. <laughs> That's what they said, I swear to God. Like, yo, I think we're getting gym rated, bro. They really do hate 10th Planet out here. <laughs> so I'm like, bet, let's go. You know, I'm ready. Let's do this shit. So I go in there, and then one of my, like, yeah, like a visitor, <laughs> higher belt comes by. He's like, hey, that guy over there, he's an MMA fighter. It was, uh, damn it, why can't I think of his name? It was Pat Curran. Okay. So Pat Curran shows up, and he was there with another guy, uh, uh Fitch, I forgot his first name. He's like an announcer guy. Okay, anyway, so we get there and like I see all these people, and so I'm just like, oh shit, do we got waivers? Like I, like, I don't know. And it's like my first time. I'm nervous as hell. I don't know why all these people are here. It's just one of those days where fucking everybody decided just to come. Yeah. You know? So I'm teaching class, but now in my mind, my students have fucking like hyped me up. Yeah. I go, oh, you're getting gym rated, bro. And I'm like, okay, I bet I'm ready. You know, I came here. I was fucking one. I was ready. Yeah. So I bet. I was like, you want to roll, Pat? You know, I roll with the, I was like, I don't know. He's going to be the, the, the toughest one. I roll with Pat Curry, you know, whatever. And we had like a good roll. And, uh, you know, and then after that, I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I was trying to kill him and shit for no reason. This guy, yeah. and he was like, yeah, man, let me, let's exchange our phone number. I want to train. I'm like, oh, my students hyped me up for nothing. Yeah. Everybody was there to train. So aside from that, maybe the thought of I was maybe getting gym rated or something, nothing like that's ever really happened. You know, I'm sure people have come in there with the mentality, you know, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go in there and pretend I don't know how to train and fuck this dude up. Take his ankles. You know, yeah. I like, I'm not. <laughs> As much shit as I talk, and you know I talk a lot of shit in my yeah. gym all day long. I, I, I'm known for talking shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably one of the most humblest guys, you know, because yeah. I don't care. You know, I just do it for fun. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I don't even know where yeah, I was going with that. Instigating your rematch. <laughs> Instigate everything. Hey, it brings, it brings you out. You got to market yourself in the fighting world. There's, you know what there's no money in there. Eddie would make us roll. So Eddie would be like, all right, Omar, you're going to roll with Camille. Everybody take out your phones. We're recording it. Ooh. And everybody would bust out with their phones. I got videos of this. That's dope. People would just bust out with their phones recording match. And because Eddie thought that it would bring out that anxiety. Yeah. The problem is like that room was like intense. Yeah. Because like everybody's like, yeah, you're my boy, but Eddie might make me fuck you up, bro. I might have to do this. Yeah. You know? So that's how it was. Did they even make you guys like strike it all or? No, no. Eddie would not. No. So like, hey, throw throw a little job in there. Yeah, if he did, he probably never posted it. Yeah. But. Yeah. No. So, what's so, kind of like the the vision with uh with the gyms? More gyms? Nah, I see. I opened up Tenth Planet Naperville thinking. I wanted to open up like multiple gyms because you know, man, when I came out here to the, I've never been a part of this culture of jujitsu from Midwest. Honestly, I did a year of it and it was like with my friends at the American top team guy for one year. That's that's the one year that that guy came in at that school. And then uh, outside of that, I moved to LA and I was always a part of the culture over there. How long were you in LA? Like six, seven years. So you got your black belt in seven, six? No, I got my brown belt seven, came back here and then Eddie gave it to me that following year. <laughs> And then you... I got hired by the fire department, yeah. And then I got... And then boom, then he gave it to me that year. So eight years to get black belt? About, yeah, about, probably, yeah, about eight. And so he flew out to give it to you? Yeah, he came out. I flew... Oh, How I, did he, like, deem you, like, worthy? Did you, like... I don't know. Uh, I think if... 
you know, when he said the speech in my school, when he came, he said that he wanted to give it to me before I left, but he just thought it was more special for me to get it in my own school. Uh, so, cool. yeah, that was like, his, that's what he said in, in front of the... How group. many of his black belts go open up schools? Uh, I'm going to say a lot, but I'm sure a lot don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a lot don't. Now, how does that trickle down? So, like, how many black belts of yours do you think try uh, to go and pursue schools well what? i only got one and he already opened up a school he's at 10th planet greenville that's Manny. that's manny yeah manny okay. Vasquez. he's yeah. dope too hell yeah he's a killer fucking tapped out top 10 guy in the world last year shit. when i was he yeah. rolling today too down there with hasher no, no no he no. wasn't down there it was just hasher no yeah. they both like the buggy chokes a lot right yes I fucking hate it. You don't like buggy? I hate it. That's not a part of like 10th Planet's game. But I'm starting to see like, okay, yeah, I better learn it or I better learn how to defend it because like it's clearly working at the highest level. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you don't have to like it, but you better address it. I mean, just recently there's this fucking, this body lock passing frenzy that's going on right now. Why, so, what, why is that so big? Like I mean, I think it, I mean, I, th I think it's I mean, when you, anybody has success at the highest level with any move, everybody wants every, to run. Yeah, you want to learn the thing that's working right now. So I think that's what it is. You know, we, locally, I know you had Jeff here recently, and the Chris Wojcik fucking. I don't think Chris Wojcik had competed at the trials when Jeff was here. I think he mentioned on your podcast that he was going to be doing ADCC trials. Yeah, and, and then now that's when Chris ended up taking fourth. In the trials, which was fucking crazy, you know. He and the trials were in Europe, right? Yes. Oh. No, 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 no. The one because he's been in yeah. Europe. Yeah, the he's one here. Been, this yeah. is that was recently. Okay. Yeah, the one here, and uh, he took out guys that you know most guys probably would have checked Chris off, you know. So what was my reason of bringing him up? Body lock. Oh, body lock. Yeah, that guy fucking assassinated everybody with body lock. So now, I mean, not just him, but a lot of people are killing with this. So because I, though I am the way I am, I'm like, well, I don't want to learn body locks. Mm -hmm. I want to learn how to kill that shit, you know? Yeah. And then that's why in my school recently, rubber yeah, guards coming know. back. We've been we've been fucking fucking around with how to kill it, and yeah. And I mean, I'm sure we haven't figured out everything, but I'm that guy that I'm thirsty like that. When I see people like winning with stuff, I'm like, ooh, how do you kill that guy? Yeah. You know, and I'll start fucking making my guys do certain things, or you know. What would you have done in Tonin's situation? I just think he was he, he was being he seemed, he seemed a little off for some reason. He didn't You think he's been training too much MMA? No. Could that I, offset your jiu-jitsu? I don't know because like, you know, he's like obviously at the highest level and you know, I'm sure, you know, I I, I think if I had to th make a guess, my personal guess, I think that Gary probably underestimated. I think Gary never How old is this Rotolo? 19, I think. I think it was 19. But I don't think See. Gary thought he would get 10. I think Gary thought, oh, I'll get into bad positions like I always do, and then I'll win. And I think now, if he had to do the rematch, he'd be a total different person. Guaranteed. But let's see how long it takes when to get that rematch because by the time he gets that rematch, who knows how much better this 19-year-old kid's going to get. You yeah. Know? You know, I, I don't know. I always have, I, I, and I, would, I don't know the answer to this, but I always say, is there a max that you can get good? Is there? I mean, because if there is a max, I can't see Gary getting better outside of just, you know, he gets better in a different area, but then he loses the other ability that he was doing at the time. How does that work? I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a scientific thing. And at the highest level, like, how relevant is, like, strength? I think, th I mean, I think it matters. Because then it's like if you guys are both at the highest level, now it's like it goes back into the other variables. Yeah, how yeah. strong are you? How fast are you? Yeah. Is that how that works? Like when like every when like when you're rolling against guys that know like I'm sure you put you put that shit on like a basic map and you cancel shit out. Yeah, if your techniques like equal in a sense, you know, 
then it goes to well who's stronger big i mean styles matter though you know because yeah. I, I will lose to guys where i'm just like my blue belt will smoke them but why like am i struggling you know it's just styles matter you know yeah. so it's always hard to say but that's why there's adcc and stuff like that those are the things that ultimately like get you your your guy that everybody's gonna be like that's the guy, best guy right now it's gordon obviously right so, you, now do you agree with gordon being the best yeah that's obvious who's your favorite uh i would if i had to choose competitor competitor gary is my favorite for sure so gary you were heartbroken then too for i sure. was heartbroken but i love jujitsu so i was like i was like black? happy that it was like the rotulos and it was like their thing that they do it's like it's just like for them for their career it's good like they're young so yeah. now he gets to is that their his, game is the dars they're a darcing yeah they dars fucking everybody and now buggies as well you know so, so is that what we're gonna go over is like how to like beat buggies. the dars no, I mean we could beat the dars. I, I mean, can't I, beat the dars. I, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if it's, I don't know if it necessarily you beat the dars, but there's definitely a lot of like pre preventative stuff that you do that can that you can do to kind of like minimize how tight he can even get that, you know. That's why a lot of times, like in my because I play a half guard game, I felt my my fair share of darses, electric, uh, you know, Japanese neckties, all that stuff. But now. It's rare where I'll ever get caught in like a darts, you know, or something like that. It's not, yeah. I'm not that easy to choke for sure. If you're going to tap me out, it's probably going to be other shit and not choking me. Yeah. I mean, not that I haven't been choked for sure. I have. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, so who's Gary's uh, black belt under? I fucking don't. I don't even know. No I'm not even in it that much. No. Not, I don't know. I know Gordon's under Gary for sure. Gordon's under Gary? Yeah, I think that was Gary's student, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not the freaking uh, guy to ask. I've, I got students of mine that are like hardcore, like they know all the ins and outs of everybody's yeah. fucking. Yeah. What about you, Camille? Who's your favorite competitor? Gordon. Me? Oh, shit. Gordon, I think. I mean, me? Yeah, and I was going to ask you, like, who's your overall favorite guy? And I was like, I bet he says his coach, like Eddie. Eddie. Eddie to say, fuck. No, Eddie? No, dude, I, but I've seen Eddie compete. Yeah. That should change my life. Was oh, it nuts? Dude. The Metamorphs, the second one he did with Hoyler, that changed my life. A hundred percent. He won that? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, well, that was where it was like a draw, but it was like, I mean, he dominated the match. You know, yeah. But there wasn't, definitely, there wasn't a winner. Yeah. But, you know, inside the minds and hearts of a lot of people, they're like, oh, uh, yeah, Eddie fucking smashed them, you know? What's your favorite type of style of competition? Are you, like, do you like the, like, I like go I, until submission? I like, yeah, I like that. I, I definitely like the no, like, no time limit stuff. It's just hard for people to watch. Do you, you know? come up with the rule sets for Midwest finishers? No, I do all. I do anything that Eddie does. I try to stay exactly like EBI, the original EBI. So it's like ten minute rounds, three EBI overtimes, submission only. That's how I do it. But when you go into those overtimes, why do you go into submission positions already? Uh, it's just you know because that's the whole point of the match. You know we're trying to, the submissions takes precedence in sub only tournaments, right? So yeah. you you almost like put them at the end zone. It's like in a football okay. team. You're like, all right, guys, now you get to start at the twenty yard line or the ten yard line, and yeah. I get to start. We'll see who wins. You know, so you know you you shoot for who can get the quickest sub, and if there is no sub, but who could get the quickest escape, and then you add it and you subtract. Is it the best rule set in the world? No, fucking there's there is none. Unless you're gonna do no time limit, there's really no perfect rules. But I like I like the fact that the, the competitors get to kind of like control it more than like three people sitting in a chair who train under a school that's probably affiliated mm -hmm. with that guy that's competing, and he maybe sees something different than that person. It's like uh, it's like so you know it's, I don't know. I, I'd rather have the competitors do it where it's like, oh, yeah, he didn't sub me, but, you know, I, I escaped a little bit faster. Whatever. At least, you know, you did something for that win, you know. 
What do you guys think about Gordon and Pena? Oh, yeah. Mm. That's going down. Didn't he beat him twice already? Yeah. He did twice. Yeah. yeah. But it was point stuff, though, right? And yeah. then he took his bag. Points and a rear naked, right? So, yeah. Did he tap out Gordon? Oh, yeah, right? I can't yeah, remember. Did. See, I don't even know. I think know you even did. told me that. Yeah. I don't remember. Dude, yeah. I, I swear to God, I'm going to keep up with this. Do you know who Pena's under, though, Black Belt? <laughs> don't even know. <laughs> do you? No. I have no idea. Uh, no. Wagner did a seminar in my gym, yeah. and he fucking scolded me for not knowing, like, the lineage. Like, he was like, do you know your lineage? <laughs> That's when I started to get challenged as, like, a martial artist, right? Because I love jujitsu as, like, the sport, and I like, yeah. like this. I love the fighting, but in my mind, is never engulfed and that's because Eddie's really not like that and maybe he's not like that outwardly to us yeah. but I've never been like the you know you know like the fucking samurai guy like yeah. the, you know like the like people whoosh. don't have to call you like doctor or professor yeah. on the mat yeah like what, like when people come in and they're like where do I call you professor master I'm like yeah call me master that'd be <laughs> cool so but I'm like nah just call me Omar you know like yeah. I've never been that but when Wagner came and he asked me that question we were having like a good conversation and we were just like giving each other ideas about the gym business stuff and he was just like uh yeah so like do you do you know your lineage and i'm like yeah yeah it's on my wall in the gym he goes yeah but do you know your lineage and i'm like uh shit and then he was like telling me his and i'm like damn like i probably should i probably should like pick up one of those like jujitsu books yeah like with the cool like logos and just like read the shit i probably should i probably should yeah, I suck it. I probably won't. Yeah, I was gonna say I, well, I couldn't uh, see yeah. you get into that. I, I just hate. I wouldn't get into it. I just, you know, like because like when you hear like like those old school guru guys when you ask them that question, yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, you, you know, Carlos Machado is my uncle's sister. I, I wish I could say that. Yeah, I don't know shit. Yeah, I just love jujitsu. I like my goal, honestly, and I know it's like corny, but like. When I came here, I just felt like the jiu-jitsu here was just like, okay, it was a good, I mean, I know there was good competitors, so it's not like an insult to the guys yeah. in this area. I was just saying, like, I just felt like the energy, and it was just like, it was just like so blah. I was like, oh yeah, that guy's a school, that guy has a school, but nobody really does anything, you know? Yeah. They're just like, you know, they train and then they compete. And so like for me, it's just like, dude, why, why aren't people talking about this shit? Why aren't we doing stuff? Like, we should be doing stuff together, and then when we fucking compete, we compete. Like, why aren't we, so like, when I first moved here, I was like going to gyms and shit, like trying to like find out where I was gonna, what community I was gonna be a part of. And it was very like, uh, where'd you train at? Oh, you're a brown belt on the Eddie Bravo. Oh, it was like very like robotic. Oh, sign the waiver. Okay, this is a beginner fundamentals class. And it was just like, this is whack. Like this doesn't feel normal, like natural. It felt like very like, this is, you know, like, like it was like somebody graduated with like their doctoral degree in business administration and then they created jujitsu school and they made it very like robotic. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, why is it this more like, why is it somebody being like, what's up, bro? Like, yeah. why is it like so like fake? So, I mean, I, I went to a bunch of gyms and, you know, for whatever reason, I was just kind of like, ah, this is not my style. And so when I opened up my school and I started to like get students and it gave me the ability to, to think. That's what Midwest Finishers came about. I mean, and like, I just want to change the flair, you know? Like, I yeah. started doing open mats, and even, like, the open mats at first, people kind of, like, were like, dude, you should be charging people. Like, why are you letting people train for free on Sundays? I'm like, dude, let's just have a party yeah. where everybody goes. We were, Now we're doing fucking acai bowls on Those Sundays. Those are the best. I started bringing them to my office. Well, we fucking, we're selling, like, cookies. You know, one of my students lives yep. at Baked by Liz. She'd be selling cookies. My wife now is getting into, like, making these, like, organic soaps and shit. Dude, like, and I'm out here like, hey, you got a lo you got a business? Hey, man, if you want to sell some shit, man, you know, if it's going to do good for the community, sell it at the gym. Don't give me, ain't nobody give me nothing, you know? Yeah. We're just like, we're just having a party. 
Yep. You know, and if you got some valuable shit to add or give to the community, fucking come and sell it, make your money, you know, don't be an asshole, roll and then leave, you know, that's like, yeah. that's like my style. So now, like, that, the, the, you know, you know, Midwest Finishers got picked up by Flow Grappling, so now all our events that we do at the gym, they're going to be streamed on this platform, and, you know, like, I, you know, I know other people that have this platform, and, you know, they get cocky with it, they get, like, you know, they start to be like, yeah, my show, you know, it's like, it's like, dude, you got to be chill. Like, you got to understand, like, you rarely see my face in those stuff. If you see my face on stuff, it's because Camille made a, a picture of it and I posted it. But yeah. you never see me like, yeah, this is my show. Who wants to be on my... Never. I never do that. This is for everybody. Yeah. Because you know what? Like, if I can get you play and, you're, and your school's 30 minutes from mine, you know what gets attention? The Midwest, Chicago, Illinois, we get, we get that pool. You know yeah. what people think about right away in my school when they get to the highest level? Yeah, I want to go to the B team. Or I want to go to L- L.A. Why aren't people saying that from L.A.? Like, I want to go to Chicago and train. Yeah. We, like, we, because we don't got shit, like, because we ain't working together to make it like that, you know? Yeah. Everybody's too segregated. And, you know, like, I feel like I got, I, I'm playing sometimes as the bad boy, you know, because I'm like, oh, you ain't down with it? Fuck you, then I'm out. Uh, let's go. I'll find another school that's down to ride and, like, make this shit happen. So I'm constantly, like, trying to find schools, you know, like... And, you know, like, I really came here, like, because I wanted to give, like, shout-outs to, like, the schools that, like, I, that, like, are making an impact in this community. Like, the Pika Power guys. I can't even think yeah. of another one. I'm sure there's a bunch, you know. Like, uh, what is Broncos school? I don't know his name school. Bronco, the Serbian guy, I think it is. Oh. Yeah. And there's a bunch of schools out there. I wish I, I should have had these written down. Sure. Like, kind of, like, changing the game in the Midwest. And, like, man, I, I do not see this competition, man. You know, like, Jeff got a school coming, like... I'm just excited at what's coming, and I always tell people like, man, like if people ain't down to grow it, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that my, I will not stop like fucking you know doing shit, you know, and yeah. at least not in the middle. Somebody gonna have to beat my ass and tell me to get out, but I'm gonna do some crazy shit, and like, we have to do this if like, because I just feel like the ball is rolling for jujitsu as far as like it in, does in seem the right like it's picking up, it's, yeah. and it's like if we don't capitalize on it. Midwest and Chicago is going to get left behind and it's going to be always the West Coast and the East Coast. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And there's some, you know, the Daisy Fresh guys are killing it right now. So that they're, they're a big help for the Midwest area. You know what I'm saying? But who else? You know, who else? You know? And now are they down south of Illinois? I think so. Yeah. I always so, forget yeah. where they are. They're a so, couple hours. Yeah. yeah. Those guys are killing it. That's why I'm grateful for those guys. You know, people yeah. be hating on them. You know what I'm saying? They hate on that story. But, dude, that's a story for a lot of schools out here that What's are What's your story? Yeah, they guys came from nothing. It's like a laundromat. They like had like yeah, students was, living yeah. on the floor. It's like yeah. you know, definitely like lower income guys. You know, like just like struggling to try to like do the jujitsu thing, and they kind of all live together. But you know, whatever the story is, like you know, they're doing they're doing good for the jujitsu community, at least in the Midwest. And I'm always grateful for those guys, Heath Pedigal and those guys. That's why, like for me, like those guys are the guys that people should be like blowing up it's guys yeah. that are making impact like let's do some shit you know let's stop fighting for nonsense and like political jujitsu stuff like man get off that stuff man yeah. this is 2022 you know what I'm trying to say we gotta like do something good for the community what's your what's your proudest accomplishment in jujitsu um i i think my proudest i don't think i want to say i don't want to say my i want to say my school's proudest is you know i don't know i don't want to say championships or your favorite memory even in jujitsu um, like what's your, what do you I would like? say my favorite memory would be everything that's happened from yesterday until I first started, honestly. Like the good, the bad, like 
Yeah. It's, it's made me grow as like a man and like how I think, you know, now that I have kids. It's like, How long have you had your gyms now then? Six years? Uh, yeah, about six, seven years now. Yeah. Yep. I'm still a baby. Dude, there's yeah. so many schools that are killing it way better than me. You know what I mean? I'm still a baby, but I'm definitely like, like coming to like change shit for the better. How hard was it moving back and then opening up your own gym? I know you shared your story a little bit. Yeah, with me. I mean, I, I mean, it was definitely hard. Did you have to like live at the gym a little bit? I was living in my uncle's like porch. Yeah. You know, like I had my, you know, I, and he, and I was grateful. He didn't even charge me rent, but I, I, I moved here when I moved back here it was me and my wife and my, and my, my wife got pregnant two weeks after I landed. Yeah. You know, so when I opened up the school, I thought, and that's stupid considering I have a business degree. I thought, oh, I'm going to open up the school and then I'll have a job. Yeah. Because I didn't have one. So Eddie was like, hooked me up and helped me through the process a little bit, you know, and then, you know, I was just like going around trying to find space. I found some CrossFit gym in Lombard. So have you always been at the spot you're at right now? No, this is like my second location. Third. Third. Well, you, I was renting the space first the first time. time. Then after three months, I was renting space at the UFC gym. Then after the UFC gym, I found my first lo location, and then this is my fourth one. That's a fourth, yeah. And now we've expanded to like you know six thousand square feet. Yeah, that's a it's a nice gym. Yeah, and I and I it's think it's a nice too facility. Small. It's too small. I mean, the bigger, yeah, that'd be yeah. dope. You know what I mean? But it's you know. it's a dope facility. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah! I have everything. If I never grew from what I have, that's definitely enough. You know. Yeah. So, but are you gonna obviously stick in Lombard, or are you trying? Yeah, to I would never leave. I I I only I only came in Lombard because. Technically, I was supposed to have my brother and a friend of mine as an investor. And Lombard was the middle ground for yeah. all of us at the time where we were living. Uh, and then shortly after that, you know, like, you know, my brother, you know, he, was, he has his own life. You know, I don't think. What's he, your brother do? I see him working he's a, out He's there. a mailman, but he's a veteran. You know, he was in the military, served in Iraq and something wow. like that. But he works for the post office. And then, you know, my friend Sam right now, he's a nurse, but he's also in the military. So I just, you know, the commitment for them and the time wasn't there. For me, so I just decided to kind of like spirit by myself with with them helping me still, um, and that's why Lombard is is yeah. this Lombard, you know. But then I kind of like fell in love with the community a little bit, you know what I mean? So I got to meet some really cool people, and then now, where when I first moved here, I wanted to move back to LA. Now I could never see me leaving. I could never see myself leaving. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. But aside from getting a bigger spot, when you think you're gonna do that? Uh, I, I gotta be here five years, but I think if I was to do that. It's gonna be a game changer if I was to do that. It's, it's not just a bigger spot. It's gonna be a whole new yeah. ball game. Like the, uh, do you ever watch Rob Deerdeck Fantasy Factory? Oh yeah, I like that. The dude. Jiu Jitsu Factory. Yeah, dude, but I, I don't got Deerdeck money. I know that'd be insane. <laughs> that'd be nuts. You gotta, you gotta jump up to what this one gym tried to charge me when I first moved out here. It was uh, like eight hundred dollars yeah. a month. Yeah, I should start doing that. You should do eight hundred dollars a month. Plus, you have to buy the mandatory like dude, it was like I a mandatory my, outfit. Dude, I was, I like my assistant call, and they were like. She came back. She's like, "Yeah, it's eight hundred a month, and you have to do a mandatory outfit, and yeah, you also have to like come in to learn how to like talk to them." I was like, uh, "I'm not." I, I almost like considered like not doing jujitsu anymore after her. I was like, yeah. "If there's people out there like that in this fucking like, I've yeah. never heard nothing yeah. so insane." When I when people find out how my charge, they're always like, "What? You're way undercharged." Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm good. Yeah, you know, like I'm good." Yeah, dude. I, I was like, I better learn how to like. Yeah. Become Iron Man. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? You know, yeah. like, Every time somebody comes like, you really charge them? Yeah. Dude, I've had people be like, dude, you should charge more. I'm like, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Trust me, I'm good. You know, I'm good. People don't, you know, especially now during these times, I bet you people are regretting that they charge as much yeah. as they do, you know? So, but yeah, I mean, to each their own, if people are willing to pay it and that's the value that they value their stuff. I mean, I look, I value my, my, my knowledge at a million dollars an hour. 
but I'm only going to be able to charge what people are willing to pay, you know, just yeah. so um, I'm, I'd rather charge a little and have a lot of people to, to be able to do jujitsu with and, you know, try to squeeze every penny out. I would say, yeah, McDonald's probably does better than a lot of these big steakhouses. Yeah, yeah. They got one or two shops. McDonald's is like everyone can buck Yeah, but McDonald's. McDonald's got a shitty product, not me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. McDonald's <laughs> got a decent product. If you get you're it in like, the first like five the hash minutes. Browns are yeah, the hash good, browns, bro. dude. What about you guys think now Gordon also goes against Galvao, right? Andre? Yeah. Didn't he know. slap him? Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he slapped him. I don't even know. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure if Gordon slapped a lot of people, most of people won't do anything. I'll just close my eyes and swing for sure. Yeah. He'll probably beat my ass, but I swear to God, ain't nobody slapping me. Bro. Yeah. Hell no. But, like, is he just going to beat you in jujitsu or like. No, he'll probably beat my ass. I'm sure he can fight, man. Yeah. People get it twisted like they do it big as hell. Yeah. He can knock somebody Wait, out. What sure. weight is what weight? Like, yeah, it has to be like two fifty. Yeah, fuck out of here, dude. Because yeah. I've I've taken a picture with Galvao before. Yeah, and he's massive, and from what I hear, he's bigger than Galvao. Mm. So if he's bigger than Galvao, or at least when I when I met Galvao, he was fucking huge. There's no reason his hip bone has that many muscles when I like put my hand around. <laughs> him. It's like God damn, dude. Now, Gordon messed his stomach up from. You probably don't pay that much attention yeah. to it. Yeah, somebody says Antibiotics, something like that. Somebody said, well, I think the rumor is like that he messed up his stomach with steroids. Oh, that's like the obvious t- like attack that he'll get from people. But yeah. I think it's just like some stomach thing that it's like was like really hard to find. Yeah. yeah. I have a stomach issue. I just went to the doctor yesterday. But you can't like digest? They said I have H. pylori or something like that. Supposedly like 50% of the population has this thing. What it, but what not every. It? Uh, it's like some virus in your intestines, and it's like it's like has a tail and it has like these little things, and it's like sticks there. And I don't know if when it gets fucking mad, it makes me shit. Oh, okay, I don't know. And it gives me like st- nausea all the time. Yeah, that's why when I be rolling, I be gagging. That's why when he said when he started saying this stuff about him like having nausea, I'm like, holy shit, I think I have this mm-hmm. thing that yeah. he has. But I'm sure whatever he has is probably way more fucking. Tense. Yeah. Cause he has like surgeries and this shit. I just yeah. got my local doctor who wasn't even a doctor. She's a fucking nurse practitioner. <laughs> no offense, but damn, yeah. give me a real doctor. Now, were you in? A, you said you were in the medical field. I was. I just worked at like I was just like managing doctors. I never like so when I went to L.A. and I worked. At, I was working in Beverly Hills as a with a, an eye surgeon, like a celebrity eye surgeon guy. Yeah. And yeah, I started off doing like medical records because my goal was okay. I don't care if I make fifteen dollars an hour. I just want to get out by three. So that I can make it home by four, eat, shower, and then go do like multiple classes. Yeah. You know? So I was doing medical record stuff. I was like, bet. I do this all day. Who cares? College degree. I'll file all day. Won't even complain. Yep. Well, then, like, I started acting like I knew what I was doing because I was like reading words and shit from like the books in the back when I was filing. So when yeah. the surgeon would come in and he would need help, I would help him. And then I, you know, kissing ass, I'd be like, uh, so the eye, you know, the, the optic nerve. And he's like, oh, you really like this stuff, huh? Like, oh, I love it. I love reading. I like, yeah. you know, like, whatever. I fucking really don't care, you know? And then I would always do that. But then I would kind of learn some shit, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, damn, that's actually interesting. I, and then I would actually ask questions. And sometimes I was just like kissing ass. Yeah. So Word of God, one day the manager comes in. She's like, oh, you know, doctor, the doctor wants you to sit in and watch him do eye surgery. So I'm like, fuck, what did I get myself into, you know? So I fucking get in there. I get scrubbed up, fucking mass, and he's doing eye surgery. And I'm just, and then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, whatever, right? Maybe he just thought that it was cool for me to see it. Good experience. I was happy, right? I swear to God, no training. Next week, she's like, oh, 
congratulations, clap, 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 you're, you're, you just got promoted. And I'm like, promoted for what? She's like, oh, uh, Dr. Seal wants you, oh, I said his name, doctor, the doctor wants you to, uh, to be his uh, assistant in the surgery room. I was like, but I didn't go to school for that. <laughs> That's what I said. I didn't go to school for that. She goes, oh, he's going to train you. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, no. This is like how they get you, you know? Like, fuck. Yeah. So then I'm just like standing in the surgery room, you know, watching this guy do surgery. And then, you know, he started like, we were doing like uh, like, like LASIK stuff, you know? Because he would do everything, you know, like like cornea, all yeah. this type of surgery. He had like different surgery floors. So I was in the, the LASIK floor. And so I would have to like look at the charts. And these are celebrities, like, you know, like, basketball star like LeBron all these guys are coming in here having eye surgery right so I have to look at the file and I have to type into the laser the numbers yeah right? so if I fuck up you're fucked you yeah know? you have this guy coming from medical records to type in some numbers and I think anyways I did fine right the problem is that they weasel your ass into the next level they're like oh the guy because there's two texts I type in the other guy hands the instruments the guy's sick you need to do the this, and you need to hand instruments. And this, you know, this doctor is left-handed, and you know, celebrity surgeons. Yeah. You know, it's like you know how like you have to you open the door for like stars. Well, you hand instruments without him having to remove his eyes from the thing. So you have to like put it in front of his face, and do I be like this trembling, like, and then he'll look at me, he'll give me a dirty look, and I'm like, oh shit, this guy's gonna have a fucked up eye. And I was just like, oh man, it was stressful, bro. Migraines every day. So that's that's the medical stuff I was doing. Jesus. No experience. And you did that here or in LA? That was LA. in LA. Yeah, but okay. when I worked here at Children's, I was working for ophthalmology, so I had like eye experience. You know? Okay. But I I did everything I've ever done was in the health field until I got hired by the fire department, and I was working for Skokie Fire. You know what I mean? Okay. And yeah, so. Now, what do you guys like to do outside of jujitsu, and what do you do for work? Grappling design, military. Just the grappling design. Yeah, graphic design. Grappling dummy. Full time grappling dummy. Full time grappling dummy. I mean, mostly like military stuff too. Yeah. I mean, just recently got got back from drill too. So. What's your military job? Is there like jobs Uh, in the military, right? Yeah. So, I am a truck driver, and that's like my main MOS. Like a manual, or is it automatic? Uh, we have automatics. Which one do you do? Wait, which like one? do you drive? You drive a truck? I drive. I drive. Okay. He's trying to find out if you drive stick. Gotcha. I yeah. do. I actually do. It's Polish. But okay. Yeah. They all do. But no. Um. <laughs> now a truck driver. Okay. But most of the time I spend recruiting. So I was a recruiter for Nas- National Guard. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're the one that ruined all those people's lives. I mean, I'm the one helping. <laughs> you always <laughs> had me. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. So, what about? Favorite movies? You guys got a favorite movie? Men of Honor. Men of Honor. Or is it Medal got of Honor? Many of it's Medal of Honor. Okay. Medal of Honor. Is it Medal of Honor? The Cuban Sounds Jr. Like one. Metal. Yeah, they, like they push him into the water with the. They had to screw his thing. And you remember that one? I don't know. What? I feel like I've seen every movie. Aiden, Dude, have you wait, seen Medal he, of Honor? Isn't he? Yeah. I don't think so. But. What? How old is he? How old is this guy? How old are you, Aiden? I'm 20. Oh, that's oh, why. Oh, that's fucking why. He probably doesn't even know what Fresh Prince Metal of Bel Air is. What's your favorite movie? You, know you gotta what have Fre- one. Uh, What's your top three then? I want to Men of Honor. It's Men of Honor? Yeah. It is Men of Honor. Dude, that's a classic get, movie. Hey, get get rich of... Die, die trying. trying, yeah. Get rich or die trying. That's pretty good. I thought you were gonna say Fast and the Furious. Bro. Um, nah, <laughs> come on. I'm not that poor. <laughs> I feel like it's something my dad would like. Dude, 
It's a classic <laughs> movie. It's just as good as Saving Private Ryan and all those classics. Hey, that, that's a pretty good movie. That too. came out when Gladiator was around and stuff. Yeah, Gladiator was good. I don't, this looks oh, like sad. Oh, there's a bunch of killing? It is sad. Yeah, this one looks like... That's, what, it was, uh, what's the guy? Robert, no, is it Robert De Niro? Yeah, Robert De Niro's the, the drill instructor. <laughs> he calls him Cookie. Come here, Cookie. So, anything else you guys do outside of jujitsu? Anything you do? Hobbies? You got kids, so that's Basketball. probably it. Basketball. I'm a hooper. Oh, I fish, too. Okay. <laughs> quit playing. Hey. Fish. You fly fish shot. or like normal fish? I just, for bass. Okay. You know, I got my bait caster. My Catch Googan and release? Squad. Heck yeah. I got my Guggen Squad Golden Series with my Shimano reel. Woo-hoo. So, you probably can't eat the fish around here, huh? I don't know. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I wouldn't because you got to clean it and all that. Hell no. Yeah, Too I don't much know if I would do that. No. I don't know if I would do all that. So, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we've been going at this an hour, Have hour ten. Yeah, it's been like an hour and a half. Dude, I'm bored. I'm yeah. going to do some more. I don't know. Is there anything I'm else scared. on your guys' mind? No, what's on your mind, Camille? It's Midwest Finishers, you know. We have Midwest Finishers open. Yeah, uh, what, what, who's yeah. all competing Are you signed up for that? Get this guy. I, I have no idea. Him. Get him to sign up. <laughs> Come home, oh, man. It's, a, it's July 30th. So, you know, we do the Midwest Finishers, the sub-only tournaments, their brackets. But then on the 30th, we're having our first Midwest Finishers open. So it's, like, open to, like, everybody to sign up. Like, white, blue belts, purple, brown, mm-hmm. black. So, you know, we're, we're giving it a try. We're trying to see how the community responds to it, you know. And it's, like, you know, I'm sure, you know, I, you know the, the idea is, like, my school supporting it. So a lot of my students are in it, you know. And then there's some guys, like, some Daisy Fresh guys have signed up. So we're trying to push it, see how many people are, like, kind of, like, want to do sub-only type tournaments because it's going to yeah. be sub-only EBI rules. And then the goal is to throw money at it and then possibly like the winners of the advanced brackets get 25 some, grand or they get a spot to do Midwest. <laughs> Dude, the bracket we have June 25th, Yeah, I ain't even going to say shit, but the bracket that we have now, that's is not probably the open. better than some of these high, high level ones, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, the guys that are that are in these brackets are fucking killers, bro. Mm-hmm. Will you ever compete in your I will one tournament? day. Yeah. I will. I'm waiting for that guy. I'm waiting for somebody that sucks, that's like terrible to sign up, and I'm fucking all over it. I'm gonna slap my chest. <laughs> that's the thing is like I I don't see many of the like really hype victories when you're watching jujitsu when people are just like really humble i mean it's cool yeah I mean, people yeah. are like real humble like there's some match. trash talkers out there you yeah. can see that who's next thing on flow grappling it's like they yeah. kind of do it like the like uh almost like the ufc's tough, yeah. tough thing it's pretty dope yeah. see, i like, haven't watched it but, but i see like dude, the commercials they look it's, nuts like it's exciting it's i mean i'm excited are any of those guys it. from illinois uh yeah that tristan overig he's yeah. from uh he's from the pedagog guys out there i wonder uh, if he's any good as me oh he's name. uh he's uh he's been to my school he came to my school as a blue belt yeah. And he was a tank. Smoking cats. I tapped him for sure. And yeah. I'm saying this. I know you probably shouldn't call taps online. I tapped him. He was a blue belt, right? Yeah. But it was probably one of the hardest taps I've ever had to work for. I seen him recently, and he's 10 times bigger than when I. So now I'm sure he will crush my soul, bro. Yeah. What's he weigh? What's he. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know if he weighs. 10 times bigger. Maybe he's not. Uh, he's like two something. But I'm just saying, like, his physique, Yeah, he's just like a tank, bro. Tank? He's a fucking tank, yeah. He's so on that show. Yeah. Now, now your Midwest, are these two different things? There's an open where anybody can kind yeah, of sign up? which is our first one that we've ever done. We're doing it on the 30th. Okay. Then we have actual, like, we're, we're the one. And that's June, June 30th. June 25th, yeah, July 30th. July 30th. June 25th yeah. is Midwest Finisher 7, which is a 155-pound bracket. And then we have the females, 125-pound bracket. 
So that'll be for and what are, cash. What's the males? 158? 155. 155. Yeah, and then the girls is 125. And it's already packed. You know, it's, I mean, the, the bracket. And we just added another stud that we haven't because mm-hmm. we, we haven't announced any of the competitors so it's gonna be dope and what level is the 155 is that advanced or it's all, i mean it's yeah i mean you gotta have some you have guys I mean, like four so there's guys in, my, like so there's guys in that, that right? bracket there's a guy in that bracket right now who took you know i want to say he took fourth place at the east coast trials mm-hmm. and then he and then he made it to date to the final eight at the west are these coast people trials. pre-selected or can people sign up these are that? people are just registering to sign yeah. up and then what i do is i look at the accolades and then I pick by accolades, you know. Okay. And so, then, like, if a white belt signed up, you would just send him his money back. Not necessarily. We've had Andrew Tackett sign up when he was 17 mm-hmm. and a blue belt, and he's the one that hit that flying triangle on Seaver. I think it was like the second or first Midwest finisher, 16 years old blue belt. Hit, he's tapped out Seaver like in 30 seconds. And Seaver's a fucking stud. Yeah. But I think even Seaver got caught off guard. Mm-hmm. I he was like, holy shit. I was he, looking at uh, flying uh, flying triangle where you kind of you're standing up. You do like an overhook and yeah. like reaching over and handing the hand yeah. over. I'm not a fly guy. I don't. Jump. You don't like to fly. Yeah, I, I don't see any people sit. really fly around. Yeah. yeah we sit. We, yeah. we sit. I'm one of those like Angel you know. when I when a, Angel will want to stand wrestle. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. But not many guys want to. No, I want to stand. Nah, now I feel like that's changing in our school. At least. It is changing. It is changing. Got, you got the Kyrgyzstan guys, guys right wrestle now, yeah. all day with you. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, they'll wrestle a little bit. So you guys got anything else going on? I see. Imagine just a bunch of competitions. Yeah. You know, we're running 10th Planet in Naperville, 10th Planet in Lombard. Yeah, I'm trying to travel. We got Worlds at the end of the year. We got some big stuff. Where, where are you guys going for Worlds? Uh, have you been announced where we're set? I don't think so. Who's competing? A lot we, of the guys? Well, we, we were in IBJJ for the first time last year as yeah. a team. And we had so do you guys. feel like a is it like a wrestling tournament? Like do you guys feel like a bunch of weight classes? Nah. Well, for the IBJJF stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we get. I mean, we we've only done it once, and yeah. we had only like seven competitors, but we brought back like five medals, you know. So. Damn. And that was our first time representing. Where was IBJJF. that? It was in Texas. Texas, yeah. yeah. You guys, you so guys this like year we're doing it in Texas, huh? You guys like competing down in Texas? I mean, there's a lot of good schools out there. There is there's a lot of good competition. Yeah. I heard so. to get into uh, Don Hare. You gotta have like purple belt higher, just just to like go train. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Have you guys ever ran into schools like that before? Like, nah, hey, nah. look, if you don't got a purple belt, we can't nah. let you in here. I mean, I, I understand why for sure. But yeah. I mean, he's at a point, even financially, where he can you know turn somebody away. You know, yeah. like I'm not in the business where I'm turning people away because they're not a certain level. I'm in the mm-hmm. business of creating world champions, but I'm also in the business of like teaching people self defense and how to get better, yeah. and healthy, and lose weight. It kind of suck if I like went to I like walked and I was like, hey, I run a business down the road, but yeah. I want to get some jujitsu and that's I'm, close. Imagine Dan here teaching yeah. you how to shrimp. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He'll kill himself. He'll be like, what the fuck? I ain't do too much shit. He, know? like, doesn't have knees, yeah. apparently. Yeah. He's, like, fucked yeah. up. So uh, everybody can find you guys, 10th Planet Lombard, 10th Planet uh, Naperville, Naperville on Midwest, Instagram. Yep, Midwest Finishers. Midwest Finishers, sub yeah. only. Hey, new, <laughs> new, new Rules, rules Design. Designed. New Rules Designs. Any, anything else you guys want to shout out? Anybody else? Anything uh, else? Go, go first. Go, I don't have any. Everybody said everybody's name that I Pretty like. Much. Do you think any of your students are going to do anything spectacular this year? Anybody you think is going to step up and do something crazy? Uh, I'm excited, actually. Yeah, I, I think David has a big year. That's yeah. the brown belt. Yeah, David yeah, Garcia. Garcia. I don't know if I've ever rolled with him. He's yeah, Ooh. man. He's he's, part of, he's definitely one of my top guys. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the Kyrgyz Stan guys. Has he ever rolled with Chris? Uh, I'm sure they have. Yeah, I'm okay. sure they have. Yeah, sure. him and Chris have good roles. I know the Kyrgyzstan guys usually lead the lead the the group as far as the competition, but because they're all focusing on MMA right now, yeah, they haven't been competing. So the school right now is not as hype as we always are at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, but I'm okay with it because we're like in a building phase right now. That's why we're laying low, you know. Yeah. So, you know. 
You're going to see, man. Release it's some be, demons in the third and fourth oh, quarter. Dude, it's going to be crazy. Jaden's starting to come up. You're starting to see some of my Come goodness. up. I feel like, he gets, like he's like a black belt. But now he's the, with the adults now, so yeah. you can't hide anymore. You know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. I, I, I have a role with him. I feel like he like stares me down. I'm like, oh, that kid's about to come over here and fuck me up. Yeah, there's a, there's I like a, look away. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot I'm of like, good I'm matches. I'm about to get tapped out by the 14-year-old. <laughs> no, he, he will. He's tapped me out, I say. But there's a lot of good matches that I'm looking for for my guys. You know, like David, there's some matches, even there's some local black belts. And I know David's a brown belt, and I mean, he could be a black belt at any time. But I would like him to get some of these matches with some of these, like, local black belts. You know, yeah. I feel like. When should people start competing? I always tell, I mean, I, you know, I have a lot of students because of how we teach. I have a lot of students that want to compete early because within a month, as a white belt in my school, you're probably already kind of rolling. You probably kind of already know what a straight ankle lock is. Like, you kind of already are, like, doing stuff. In my school, at least. I don't, yeah. we don't do the whole, like, you're level one hip toss guy now. You could do a hip, a we don't do all that crap. You just do jujitsu. You're just learning jujitsu. <laughs> so, in my school, people like Camille, we got a lot of guys like, do you think I can compete? I've been training for a month and a half. And I'd be like, well, you know. Let me see how you roll today with people, and I'll let you know. You know, they roll, and you know, even if Camille gets his ass when he had asked me, like, and it, but it's not even that bad. I'd be like, yeah, dude, just jump in. Yeah. You think people are gonna remember a fucking white belt tournament? Nobody, nobody's like, dude, you were a beast when you were a white belt. Mm. Nobody. So why would you tell a white belt don't compete unless you just don't that want them true. to get hurt? Well, at that point, that's his his decision. Yeah. He, you know, he knows his body. You know, if you think you're gonna get hurt, don't do it. Yeah, I guess it really don't even matter. It to does you. Like it. So I, I don't understand this. You have to now super fights. That's different, right? Because now you're on a stage. You're representing your team, right? You're gonna represent the. How work. do you get selected for those? People sign up for it, and then they pick. Yeah, and that's why I always tell my guys like, like, or the, like this year for sure. It's like if you're not training. Don't be signing up for super fights because if I find out, I'm going to call that, that promotion. I'm going to be like, hey, can you put YouTube logo as the school logo because he's not representing my school. You know, I got to take that shit off. You know, so now it's like, you know, because the goal now. Have you ever had to do that? Never, never. Okay. But there's been some of my guys recently that are like competing and they're like really not training and, and they're still doing well. So yeah. it's like, but that's not the point. You know, the point yeah. is like you should be training because like you want to be at your best too. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah. So, but again, I always tell people it's like, if they're going to compete and they're willing to like understand that they can get hurt, but I say just do it. Gives yeah. cares. You know? you know. Yeah. Maybe it's a bad experience, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. It's not, people think about that shit way too much. As long as you don't die. Yeah, dude. <laughs> time goes by so fast. Man. Have you ever seen anybody not come back from getting choked out? Like die? Yeah. No. I put this guy out like two weeks ago in accident. Yeah. yeah I thought what? I killed him. Yeah. I had him in a mounted triangle and I'm talking and I'm like sitting on his, like bouncing on his face, like making a joke in front of everybody. Yeah. And then I let go. He's like pulsating, like vibrating <laughs> on the floor. I'm like, oh shit, I just choked this guy out. Yeah. Yo. Would you, and then, do, would you just grab the feet? Somebody else did. I was somebody just staring at him. Yeah. And then the next day, somebody else, because he didn't want to be my grappling dummy. So then I'm like, somebody else jump in. And then I put that guy to sleep on accident. Yeah. Oh hell uh, no! Yeah, I'm a, but it's a you know it's a good move. Feel me, I'm tapping the hell out. Yeah, I don't know if you would be able to actually. Yeah, because the arm it was comes trapped. Like, it, it comes, comes like this. Yeah. 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 Once he locks his the, the triangle. Yeah. Man, it's over. I can't wait. I'm about to destroy my whole company. <laughs> Nobody really rolls that hard except dude, for I'm my partner. Train, I'm gonna train this dude right here behind this. That would be the worst yeah. thing. So like, I don't bring any jujitsu back to the office yet because I'm gonna wait until like <laughs> I'm way really, further ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Five months from now, where I'm like a like a year tent planted ahead of everybody, psh, I'm tr I'm going straight back to choking everybody <laughs> the hell out. 
because I hired an amateur fighter also in Lincoln, Nebraska, and he started tapping me out too. Oh, really? Yeah, like a blue belt, and I was just getting smirked in front of my office. You know what I mean? So it's like, like took away. You were you were roll out mats and stuff? Yeah, I bought mats. This guy's crazy. Yeah, I bought mats. I we used to bare knuckle box when I was a field trainer. That would be like a like a purple belt or something like teaching the white belts how to go out and sell insurance. And I had this one kid, and he had a drinking problem, and I let him stay with me. We grew up together. And yeah. He'd wake up, and I'd be like, hey, let's go work out, get our minds right. We, we call it mind, body, and spirit. You yeah. know, it's kind of like part of the sales call. Yeah, yeah. It's like get your mind, spirit, and body right before you start your day. And he'd have a Bud Light and be like, all right, let's get our MBS in. He, he means let's fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I was yeah. like, I'm not going to let him talk to me like that in front of my other roommates. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. trying to build a business. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, let's go fight. And we, we, would, we wouldn't completely swing. But it was like we're, 30, 40 we percent, each other, you know? and you'd swell up if you didn't yeah, wear a mouth bet. guard. You'd bet. just swell up. I'm all black, purple, bloody everywhere, and he wasn't doing any jujitsu, so I would just take it down. Jujitsu when you're hitting somebody down low and you have any type of gloves on is way different. It's not like, especially when you're ultra white belt, yeah. you absolutely mm-hmm. know nothing. Now you throw gloves on, mm-hmm. yeah, way different story. Getting punched in the body is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Punch in the face, I would take that all yeah. day. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless it was from, like, Kamar Usman or, like, Francis Ngannou. Million dollars? Yeah, yeah, probably not. Yeah, I ain't doing that shit. I ain't got nothing else. I don't want to hold you guys anymore. Uh, nah, man, I appreciate yeah. it. This it was, awesome. was dope. Oh, yeah, dude. So, shout out 10th Planet, that Lombard. That shout out A-Dog. Yeah. Ima- dude, that's another thing. Imagine, <laughs> you know, love you, Aiden. But imagine, like, Aiden, you know what I mean? I walk in and yeah. just, tapped, just tapping everybody out. That'd be awesome, You know what dude. I mean? The, the movie dude <laughs> tapping everybody out. Who's that guy? Oh, it's the, you know, nerdy podcast guy. He's just tapping the shit out of everybody. <laughs> just walks out with two bitches from jiu-jitsu. <laughs> what is he going to get interviewed? I want to know about that guy. I always see him like, when did Joe Rogan interview like Jamie? Or... Did he ever do that? No? I haven't ever seen him interview Jamie. I was like, I got to do a podcast with Aiden. Yeah. Nobody cares about you. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got to do a podcast. We're, so we're moving offices. So we'll do it in there. It's going to be a, we're going to do a bigger setup. Nice. This nice. is, this is cool and all. It's kind of hot and like stuffy. But I want to be able to like smoke. You gotta get something where like the guys at the grappler grapplers union podcast. I mean, they don't do it anymore. But they used to have like this piece, uh, like a a mat. It's like the square piece. Like when you buy a lot of mats, they cut one in half for you, and they have it up on their wall. And anytime they would have somebody come and do a podcast, they would have them sign it. It would be so, dope. It was pretty dope. You know, but obviously, theirs is all grapplers and stuff like that. I'm so. just going to buy a black belt and pretend to be one and just challenge black belts yeah, right, get, live on my podcast. You got to get a belt in here. Like, a, <laughs> like, like you know, like a podcast belt. Oh, like a champion yeah, playing WWE have it on display, podcast, bro. bro. Something we can take pictures with. Be like, That'd yeah, be I was hard. on the podcast. Like, we got the lion. The AK. Yeah, I'm going to get sick. you guys hoodies cool. before you dip. That's dope. Yes, sir. All right, hey, dog. All right. We're good. Peace Thank out, you. y'all. Woo.